Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always is, always will be Aboriginal land. Also acknowledging that a lot of the language used in this program um, to describe gender identity, gender expression, sexual sexual and romantic attraction is more of a Western or Anglo-Saxon slash colonial nature. And that people have been doing gender identity and gender expression in lots of ways all over the planet since humanity began. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the program out of the pan 855am at, sorry, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can also look for posts on Facebook for on my page, Sally Goldner, or on 3CR 855 AM um, Melbourne. And any opinions expressed on the show are strictly my own and not those of any organisation with which may I may be associated. If at any time you need to contact someone for support as a queer person, family member or ally, you can call QLife, including Switchboard, on 1800 184 527. And it is with some excitement in these times today that um, I've got a wonderful guest um, coming onto the show um, via the phone at quarter past 12, Evie McDonald. It's been announced that the series of first day four episodes will begin on Monday week on ABC on the 30th of March, and Evie will be um, chatting with me today. So that's wonderful to hear. Um, also, um, and also, um, we'll have other things to discuss, but just for the moment, um, you'd think in this time that people would prioritize what's really going to bring us together, but queer news goes on and I'm not ignoring what's happening. Um, in the rest of the world, I'll come to that in the last segment of the show today, but, um, you know, you would think that, um, you know, we'd really be prioritizing efforts, but no, Scott Morrison site quietly decides to delay slash shelve the inquiry into religious exemptions for students and teachers at religious schools. Now, yet the the religious discrimination bill is still on the table. That is just, you know, to me, the depth of sociopathy at a time where we need exactly the opposite. And it does make me wonder a little what news is sneaking through personally, definite personal opinion. I think we need Two news bulletins at the moment. We need bulletins at the moment. We need the C19 bulletin and we need the everything else news, sport and weather type of bulletin um, for those who want to keep up and also um, also for those who, you know, we know where we're at with the current situation, but do we need every last detail sort of poured all over us? Probably not. And so, you know, I do wonder what else is going on. There will be you know, implications for every human, no question about this, but obviously people with minorities who do face difficulties in, in we'll say, more, in more relaxed times um, are wondering whether they'll be pushed further down queues and all that sort of thing now. Um, I think there will be announcements on Rainbow Stuff coming soon. I know that I've got a million teleconferences this week, um, so people are responding as quickly as they can. I'm going to talk a lot more about this in the last segment. Um, But there has been some um, good news from around the world um, during the week. Um, You know, so, um, 
Now, some things have come through. There's been a win for students in America where a particular state had tried to ban discussion on same-sex relationships, and that was deemed unconstitutional. Um, so that one is over. And there's also been good news from other countries around the world on birth certificates. So they um, can't... Um, um, you know, so there are still some things happening. We've just got to perhaps dig a little harder into our um, media, we'll say traditional and social media um, sort of, um, 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 you know, sort of, uh, um, you know, to find the good, the new, the other news that is still happening. So people are, you know, sort of um, adapting as best as they can. But it will be a concern. I am not a past or present sex worker, but I have been wondering and will hopefully try to get in touch with um, groups like Vixen Collective. What will this mean for parts of our community now? Of course, um, people who work in the sex industry have a lot of people contact. How are they going to manage things and get an income in this time when you know they're reluctant to out themselves, that sort of thing, you know? Go down to Centrelink. Why are you out of work? Or oh, as a sex worker? Yeah, right. Um, so I think we're going to face various challenges um, on that front. And I would urge people to try to stay calm. I'm sure Vixen Collective, who did have some good news during the week, although um, good news that will be delayed in its implementation, um, they have been granted um, an office at Trades Hall. And, you know, there'll still be possibly some need to look at sex work law reform. Um, if you go to Vixen Collective's um, blog page, vixencollective.net, you can find this announcement. They've um, noticed, they've noted, obviously, that they won't be able to use the office um, <clears throat> as much as they would have liked. Um, but also, the Vixen has called for support for sex workers during the current situation um, to ensure that they get a fair, go, a fair go. And as they say in their media release, um, <clears throat> peer-only services excuse me, have a proven track record of success, um, including during the HIV responses in relation to sex workers and are recognised in academic research and government policy, have higher levels of access to spaces not often to be entered or navigated by the outside community, can pass on knowledge and are accountable to their own community. So, um, you know, it's going to be all sorts of um, things coming up um, for, for all sorts of people. Um, and you can contact Jane Green, who's media spokesperson, or Kate Shuttleworth at Trades Hall Council for more information about that. So that's a little bit of good news, um, that there is that support out there, even if perhaps that support can't be utilised as much as one would have liked in these times. So, um, yeah, look for those bits of good news where you can find them, I think. I'm not saying deny what is happening or deny your feelings. I'm going to talk, as I say, I'm going to talk about that um, in um, the last segment of the show today after we've chatted with the magnificent Evie McDonald, star of First Day. Um, and the other news of the week came from Chile, um, whereby um, um, Chile m uh, must, um, you know, must cover trans people's health care um, in that a private health care provider in Chile wanted to give a trans man minimal health care coverage um, because of a um, content warning here for transphobia, 
quote, a pre-existing disease, end quote. Well, got news for you, transgender's not a disease. And the um, the judiciary in Chile um, said that the insurance company violated the principle of non-pathologisation contemplated in the gender identity law, said the Chilean news portal El Universal. So that's some good news that, um, you know, sort of things are sort of trying to keep going forward. And there's been other things happening during the week. Last night I got word of a drag variety special that was broadcast live on the web. So, you know, we're going to have look for these things to keep our sense of community and our senses of our various identities as much as we can in these, you know, challenging times. But um, for anyone, um, it's not, you know, as I say, I'll comment a lot more about this in the last segment. All right. Um, opened up today with Roachford's This Generation. And, well, um, This Generation, if we're talking about um, today's youth, are doing remarkable things. And it will be my pleasure after we have another track um, that talks about um, generations to, um, well, it could have been one of two um, in a way, but um, it couldn't have been my generation because I'm 54. We're going to be talking to trans teenager Evie McDonald about her role in the fabulous show that starts Monday week on ABC TV, um, first day. So um, in the meantime, let's have a listen to a track from The Who and you're on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. I don't mind other guys dancing with my girl. That's fine. I know them all pretty well. But I know sometimes I must get out of the line. Better leave her behind with the kids are alright. The kids are alright. Sometimes I feel I gotta get away. Bells 
You're listening to 3CR. We really are in unprecedented times and 3CR, as your local community broadcaster, is trying to do our part to minimise the spread of the coronavirus throughout the community. At the front of our minds is protecting the most marginalised and vulnerable, but we are still here. And we'll continue broadcasting 24 hours a day with radical alternative content throughout this period, but things will sound a bit different. Some programmers will present their shows on the phone and we'll be finding creative ways to bring you our regular programming. So stay tuned, stay safe, and be kind to each other. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock, and you're listening to... Fill in the dots, you know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, fill in the... 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 8.55am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally, first broadcasting noon till one Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Having a bit of trouble trying to get Evie on the phone for our discussion. Um, so I'll just keep rolling, rearranging the show. So can't avoid the times that we are in. They're unprecedented, as you just heard. And as was announced during the week, 3CR after today will be, um, you know, sort of um, rearranging how we broadcast to minimise risk. Um, so we'll be, you know, either record, doing pre-records from home or calling in on the phone or something um, to try to do the programming. So there obviously will be some degree of disruption, loss of sound quality. Yours truly is going to try to record things on my trusty but not so high-tech laptop. Um, so there could be some cracks and popples. Popples? Popples? There's a new word. Cracks and pops and snaps and crackles and pops and something like that. It's a bit like listening to the vinyl from the 70s. You could be burning vinyl, which is a good show to keep listening to on 3CR. Um um, on Friday afternoons, um, and I'll be you know using some of the time to burn the, one of those things that you say. Well, I never get around to doing is. Well, here's a here's a threat in these troubled times. I'll be burning some of my old seventies stuff onto vinyl and torturing you with that. Um, no, it's trouble, troubled enough at the moment as it is. Seriously, um, we'll keep going as much as we can. And it may mean that some shows won't be live, won't have the same level of interaction um, in terms of the 
means of communication like Twitter and Facebook and those sorts of things um, and um, all the rest. So I um, do have to just keep ploughing on. But I want to say very importantly that, um, you know, look, these are very difficult times and I'm not going to sit here and say I'm coping 100% because I'm damn well not. Um, it's upsetting, it's dislocating, there's a huge amount of anxiety out there. Those are definitely valid feelings for all of us. But as in so many things, it's um, not denying the feelings, it's how to deal with them in a way that doesn't hurt anyone else. Um, and I think that um, we need to consider that. We've seen that in the basics with how people are interacting in our supermarkets and that sort of thing. So, you know, don't, you know, try to set up um, networks. I, um, a wonderful health professional, not a mental health professional, gave me the idea a few years ago when I was having some general mental health troubles of setting up an SMS network. Find five people who you think can... Um, you know, be supports who would listen with empathy and unconditionally and try to give um, if you need that, but also try to find ways you can give back to other people. It's the proverbial universal flow, as they say. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have to sort of need support at times and then have more strength for others. Um, you know, sort of keep um, that in mind that, you know, there'll be ups and downs for all of us. And if anyone says out there that they're coping 100%, um, then, um, as far as I'm concerned, there could be one of three things. They're either a rampant liar, they're not from this planet, they've got no feelings whatsoever or something, and, and or in, in a way that, um, you know, show that is not, um, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, showing any regard for other people or something like that. Um, you know, not to say that having feel not having no feelings is bad. It's just about how you behave towards others. So, you know, seriously, these are challenging times. And so, yeah, the um, some of our broadcasts here won't have that usual crisp, clear, clear stereophonic sound. That sounds like one of those wartime sort of announcers. No homosexuals in our Majesty's armed forces. Um, no, not quite that. But seriously, um, we will keep the information flowing on 3CR as much as we can um, and um, see how we go about things. So, um, yeah, we can't do any more at the moment than what we are doing. So, um, yeah, um, please hang in there, people. Um, you know, just sort of try to you know, sort of um, do your best, reach out for people, but when you have some strength, reach out to others is really, really important and to keep doing that as well. All right, um, let's see if we can um, track down uh, Evie and give this another shot. Otherwise, unfortunately, my apologies, it was all arranged and might have to um, give it a miss. Um, or we'll keep trying as much as we can throughout the rest of the show. Um, anyway, in the meantime, I'm keeping up with the youth theme. Here's, well, is this an oldie about youth? See, you can be age diverse. Here's Alice Cooper, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
Yes, youth of all ages. Um, we're youth age diverse on 3CR. Out of the pan, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand. Uh, Alice Cooper from way back in the 70s. Uh, what happened to Donny Osmond? Well, I'm still trying to track down Evie McDonald. Um, we'll keep trying for as much of the show as we can um, and see how we go. Um, so this is live radio, people of all genders. Um, anything can happen and probably does. Anyway, um, we'll just um, see how that all pans out. And, well, um, we might just um, do something about that right now, as you can hear. From a private life so public As the tabloids caught your tears How sad, how tragic, but it doesn't have to be that way on the Burning Vinyl Alternative Music Program. Burning Vinyl, Fridays, 2 till 4pm on 3CR. Still not tracking down Evie, so we'll just um, do what we can. Um, have a chat in the meantime about um, First Day and the great um, program that it is. So First Day is a program um, that um, looks at um, you know the idea of a trans person starting their first day of secondary school. There was, of course, a bit of a we'll call it a pilot of First Day in um, 2017 featuring Evie. Um, I've had the privilege, um, as Daffy Duck would have said in Drip Along Daffy, of having a sneak preview, um, 
but as Daffy wouldn't have said, the sneaks are going to like this and are not going rather than not going to like it. It is sensational in my humble opinion. Um, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's just um, brilliant um, TV. <clears throat> it will be emotional for trans, but um, it. Um, no, I don't think in a bad way, so to speak. It just could bring up memories. But it, in my opinion, the show is brilliantly well done. Um, it's realistic, balances positivity and realism. There's no sort of anti-trans stereotypes or anything that we'll say can't be overcome. Um, it's just done with great sensitivity and common sense. And um, we really need that sort of um, stuff at the moment without question. Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, um, we definitely, um, you know, need that. It will be great entertainment. Um, I'm going to be honest and say do have handkerchiefs, um, that you will then wash afterwards in this, um, next year in these times. Let's save the tissues for something else. Um, it's just a brilliant piece of television. Um, well done. A great supporting cast for all the roles as well. I think that's worth noting very much that, um, you know, people, um, you know, sort of on all the roles, the um, the teachers, parents, um, sibling, all have their roles to play. I'm trying to not do any uh, spoilers here, um, so to speak. But, um, you know, um, short and sharp, Evie is a magnificent performer, um, plays the role well. Um, now, I don't know how much of it is lived expertise, but that's going to help if there is some. Um, so... I cannot recommend too highly um, to start watching this show on ABC on um, Monday the 30th. Um, and as, it, as I say, you can um, um, you know, do that um, you know, sort of on ABC at um, 4.30pm in the afternoon on ABC Me and the ABC Me app. Um, probably will be on iView as well, so very much children's programming time Absolutely brilliant. Um, so you know, Hannah um, Bradford is the character played by Evie. Um, and um, you know, it's very realistic. I've got to say, as a trend, an educator on trans issues, um, these are some of the issues that um, some of the issues that are talked about in this show, the sort of things we'd get where people are concerned um, or trying to do the right thing and want to, you know, concerned to do that right thing for young people. So it's a really excellent program in that way. I'm not going to go into more detail because we want you to watch it. Um, so it's Auntie ABC and the South Australian Film Corporation and many others at their brilliant best. Um, and there's lots of um, great reviews that I've got here from experts who've also seen it. Teddy Cook, um, trans person in New South Wales. Eloise Brook, also from New South Wales. Kristen Davies, who's a research fellow and... Um, um, Isa Keating from the LGBTI Health Alliance. So, um, you know, there's lots of support out there, and I'm joining the queue, that queue, because it is, or queue for queer, it is just a remarkable um, piece of television and probably sets the bar just a little higher for Australian television. We've had good work in the past. Um, we had a cis woman play Carlotta in the 2014. Um, television drama based on loosely on the life of Carlotta and I thought that was pretty good at the time we have Georgie Stone playing Harrison McKenzie in Neighbours which is equally as good and I just think that what this does 
for visibility and morale for trans people is overwhelmingly exciting. And, of course, Evie is someone who's not above taking on um, those higher up, um, as we saw a few years ago on the project, um, but unfortunately got a very condescending, youth-phobic response, in my opinion, from our um, sort of um, then prime min- from our prime minister, um, you know, who buzzed in and out, so to speak. Um, yeah, that's him. Had a couple of messages in. Um, Kayleen has said. Um, as Mr. Dickens once wrote, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. We're seeing the best and worst of people and pleased that there seems to be more good than bad. At least we have influences like yourself urging us to stay connected in various ways and most of us um, to have technology to help most of us with that. You know, that's their fair points, Kayleen, that in the past, um, you know, sort of even if you know this had happened, say, 20 years ago, yeah, we would have had television but it would have been one way it would have been top-down um, social media and internet that we now have at least give some degree of, we'll say, lateral or cross-communication, um, and we definitely need that. But, you know, please, people, stay looking out for one another. Um, you know, it's sort of, um, you know, it is unprecedented. Um, you know, we've, I know that, you know, in my 54 years, nothing like this in my lifetime, and it does... Bring back all the stories we've heard about so many things that um, you know we're having where we are dealing with um, at the moment, and um, you know it's it's not an easy situation for anyone. So please just stay safe out there, stay as calm as we can. Um, you know it's just it has been very encouraging as well at the moment. To see the stories, you know, there's a great group that's, if you are on Facebook, called The Kindness Pandemic, which is really good, and um, I think we need that. And, you know, there's it just seems to have lots of posts each day, um, you know, sort of, um, and, you know, like the concept exists uh, that I know of, of individual-centred care. One person will have different needs to another, and so we're going to have to, you know, really listen in checking on one another, those sorts of things, um, and be there for each other as we can. There's also other groups around um, Facebook that have started up. Um, I'm just checking and clicking as we do it. Um, and um, um, I'm trying to find one that I know of, um, and which is based in the northern suburbs. Let's see if I've clicked on it um no i've clicked on the wrong one this is live radio people of all genders um welcome to the world um and um these are you know keeping things very local um and um you know that um i think are giving connections uh here it is north side melbourne coronavirus outreach um is out there um, I also know that I got emails during the week, um, so they're there. There's um, also I want to add that um, um, the fabulous people at um, Hairs and Hyenas are prepared if you buy books online um, but can't afford postage, they will get someone to write up to your door on a bike, knock, SMS, say that they're, if you are in isolation, that is, knock, um, you know, your books are here, they're on the doorstep now. That sort of thing um, is there as well. 
There's also a group on Facebook called Queer Community Mutual Aid Network Vic, which is underway. Um, so um, that's there as well. People doing all sorts of things. Uh, so find what works for you. We do have to do lateral thinking. I am currently facing, for example, some de- degree of, well, you know, emotion that um, pulls us up because I've loved taking up swimming for the last two years. I have to find other ways to deal, to exercise. I um, did go to the beach on Thursday while it was 29 degrees and, you know, it was still some sort of exercise. Um, there wasn't exactly 50 metre markers um, set out for laps, but, hey, we did some sort of exercise and kept the energy in the body moving. So, yeah, um, Kayleen's on the button, but I think people are doing their best to rise to the occasion um, and, you know, we can only just keep on um, going on. It is a sad, you know, let's acknowledge one other thing, that there is a sense of grief and loss that, um, you know, the, um, um, you know, that we've lost so many things that we were part of our routines, part of the things that kept us buoyant or have to find substitutes. And those things are happening, you know, um, broadcasts of the National Gallery from online and people doing concerts from their own homes and acapellas and things in their own homes together. Um, the human mind is, in, you know, once it can settle itself, is um, lateral thinking and ingenious or ingenuous or something like that and can do all these things um, when it has to. So we'll manage and um, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but um, I think people are digging as deep as they can and um, doing what we can. So um, just, as I say, keep um, trying to um, plough on. All right, um, let's have a listen to a track from Goanna in line with today's um, theme of children, as it was, and um, an Australian song, Children of the Southern Land, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Got no 
child in your hand Bring it back Three CR eight five five AM Three CR Digital Three CR dot org dot AU Three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon till one Sunday afternoon. I've got a feeling I've been a bit stressed today and I've been using the wrong mic up until now. That shows you what's going on in my world. Um, oh dear. Um, anyway, um, some good news. We've tracked down the wonderful Evie McDonald and she joins me on the line now to talk about what it was like to be in first day and other things. Evie, welcome to 3CR. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Good to have you with us. Um, oh gosh, there's so much to talk about about the show and I've had the, I will say, privilege of a you know a, a sneak preview. So I've seen it. Let's start with um, how did you, you know, sort of how did you sort of get involved in this show? Because there was a pilot a couple of years ago, which you were in as well. Yeah, um, so basically there was a thing on Facebook and it was just like an audition and um, one of my mum's friends sent it to her and they're like, oh, Evie's been talking about acting lately, you should get her to audition for this. Ah. And I did, so I had an, I had an interview with Julie and then um, she sent through a script and then I think it was about a week or two later I got a call and mum called me into her room and I was like, yeah, and she's like... Julie wants to talk to you. She's the director of this first day. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? And then she's like, Evie, I'd like to say this. Congratulations. She got the role. And I was like, I was crying. I was like, oh, my God, yay. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened to me and how I got into the um, pilot. Yeah. And then after the pilot, um there was a couple things before we'd even started talking about what happened with first day and stuff. And we'd always hoped that, you know, it would get turned into a series. And thankfully it did. So, you know. And it did, yeah. Um, so after the pilot, I mean, the series wasn't, um, you know, a, an instant go-ahead. Um, I, I, I might ask you, <laughs> what was your reaction when you heard you were going to be in the series as well? Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty crazy because... You know, we we as I said before, we'd always hoped that it'd get turned into a series, but for that to become a reality, it was just crazy. You know, because when I was talking to Kirsty and Julie and stuff, and we were talking about what we're going to do with it, what's going to happen in it, it was a long process, but it was really fun. You know, I had a meeting with Julie, and we talked about some things that we might want to happen in the um, series, and it it started from there. I was pretty stoked, and then finding out that filming was going to start happening, it was crazy yeah it was pretty pretty huge and we should just add julie is the writer um julie um um Kaloff is the writer and director and kirsty stark is co-producer with kate crozer and so there you were on set i mean i've done myself little bits of extra work and it can be time you know take a long time and be um i'll say it can take um a lot of concentration how did you go with all of that um just as a, as a performer let's say generally first of all um well i think i i don't know i don't know i don't know how i can say it. like it was it was i was doing what i liked i, I was doing what i loved mm. so it wasn't that hard for me you know coming into set every morning it didn't matter what time i had to get up i was happy to be there like you know coming in and seeing everyone and saying hi and 
getting my makeup done, going over to shooting locations in the dressing gown. Because, like, we filmed this <laughs> in uh, winter. So <laughs> it was pretty crazy because we're filming a series that's, you know, made during summer, but we're filming in winter. So well, we'd always have our jackets and stuff on us. It was pretty funny. Because <laughs> I have heaps of really cool behind-the-scenes photos that I took a few sneakies and stuff. So that was really fun. Well, yeah, I mean, without giving too much away, there's um, some scenes that revolve around a swimming pool. Um, that was, um, let's say, did you sort of have a um, you know, a cup of hot soup or something standing by after you came out of filming that? Um, I will say this. We were lucky with the weather that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The pool was heated, though. That was like a good thing. Fair enough, then. Um, you know, the other, the thing about, there's so much about this show and I'm, you know, bringing in one other aspect. It's a great cast who worked with you. Everyone's roles, including your own, are bang on. And it, you know, it comes across as just so authentic from all people. Um, you know, and so perhaps tell us a little about some of your, um, well, you know, um, you know, uh, other people on the show, co-stars, if we can put it that way. Um, yeah. Look, we were really lucky with our cast. I wouldn't even say lucky. We were blessed. Like, it was amazing. Like, we had the best cast. It couldn't have been any better. We got along all great. And for the age of, like, kids that there was, because we came from, like, 13 to 15, even 16, you know? Yeah. And surprisingly, we got along all the time. Like, there was never really any issues on set. And I think, like... It was great because we were going through it all together. You know, we were filming, we were tired sometimes, but then other times we'd be like, we couldn't stop laughing. Like, there were some blooper scenes and stuff that I got to see. And it was, I was laughing that hard because I'm sitting there and I'm watching myself and I'm on, like, TV uh, on the camera and I didn't know that the camera was rolling because I'm sitting there laughing with my friends. It was funny because we couldn't, there was, like, there was one scene. And I couldn't stop eating the prop food. And I was like, and they're like, Edie, stop eating. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's so young. <laughs> so, and like on the weekends and stuff, like I wouldn't just stay at home. Either I'd be sightseeing because we filmed um, in Adelaide, mm-hmm. which was really amazing. But, um, you know, when we were filming and stuff, when we weren't filming, sorry, I was out with the cast. We went into the city every weekend. We hung out. We tried cool drinks, like had bubble tea, I think it was. It was really cool. And um, we'd go around because Adelaide, they have scooters, like electric scooters, and we don't have that in Melbourne where I'm from, so it was really cool. So we'd just get on, like, the scooters and we'd ride around. We'd get up to so much, and, you know, I was never bored. It was really good. Uh, I think the, the fun and the joy and the naturalness very much comes through in the series, and... You know, there are lots of incidents, I was just saying earlier before we came on as a trans educator, some of the things that come up, and we we won't give anything away, are the sort of things that would come up for a trans teenager at school. Um, You know, sort of, it's very realistic and, you know, it's known that you are um, someone who, you know, could come under the phrase part of the trans and gender diverse communities. How, if I can ask, how was that for you, um, Evie, McDonald to play that stuff um, as Hannah, you know, in the character of Hannah Bradford. Well, to me, it was really important that 
even if I didn't play Hannah, it was important that another trans person would play Hannah. And to me, that's like that. To me, that's really important because, um, you know, there's a movie that was made a few years ago, and I was in the seventh time, and I remember my mum called me. Yeah. And um, she told me it was a role with Scarlett Johansson, and she mm. passed down a role because she was trying to play a trans male, but she's yeah. female. And it then, like, I don't know if it, I just know that now it's kind of like a a filming rule. It's I. It's just like a thing that we have to do now, and it's just if there's a trans role, then it gets played by a trans person. And I think that's completely right because I don't think it's right that a male would play a female role, a transgender female, you know? Because yeah. it's not right. At least, like, if you were to at least get a female to do it because what we're doing is we're showing that... Um, it's not, I don't know how to put it, actually. If I, I just I don't think it's right. I think well, I think you put it exactly right by saying it's not right that you know this idea, for example, for a young trans woman like your you know self to play a trans woman because if a male plays it, it reinforces the inaccurate idea that yeah you know trans women are just you know people men dressing up pretending to be women all that sort of thing. You yeah. and I are who we are, and that needs exactly. to come through. So no, you're you're right on the button there for sure. You've got a hundred percent um from this this end of this this person in the studio here um you know can i ask also you know have you you know you mentioned acting because you mentioned earlier in the interview that when there was the advertisement for the role your mum you know one of your mum's friends said oh evie's always expressed an interest in acting is that something evie mcdonald has always wanted to do you know beat to perform in some capacity you know whether it's acting or singing or whatever else let's say regardless of gender yeah, look, I know I, me, like I've always just wanted to act. I've always wanted to do dress-ups and pretend to be something, you know, like either I was a mermaid or I was a princess or I was an animal, you know. Like growing up, it was just such a big part of my life and watching people on like movies and stuff, like I'd look up to that, you know. And I think that's also important, which... um. It's important to show diversity on TV because as I was, like, you know, when I was growing up, when I look at something that's on TV, I go, oh, wow, that's really cool. I, I look up to that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the little mermaid, she was a big figure in my life. I loved her and, I, you know, I'd dress up as her and I'd always want to be her and I'd watch all those movies and everything and that was a big part of my life. And if we're showing more diversity on TV, then I think... That will make a bigger difference, you know. Oh, unequivocally, people see it. This is how it needs to happen. It, you know, communicates, which is so important. And the thing is, Evie, you, you know, you have had you've had wonderful parent, you know, family support, which is great. But there have been other challenges which have been documented in national media. It must be a sense of triumph to be able to play this and overcome the things that you've talked about, such as some difficulties that I know you faced in your real life at a particular school. Um, And if you want to talk about those, we can. But to have this must just feel like, well, it very much sounds like it is the proverbial heaven on earth for you after, we'll say, very challenging stuff prior. Yeah. Well, um, when Julie, she talked to me, when, as I said before, when she was talking to me about what we wanted first day, 
uh, I took a lot of my real life experiences and I told Julie about it. And it kind of helped, like, show people that this is actually what happened. This is based on true stories and all of that. And it wasn't just my story. It was, it was many other trans people in Australia, even trans people all over the world. You know, there are so many stories that come with Hannah's, and Hannah's herself is just one. But with everybody else's, I think it's important to speak out and show everyone that, you know, I may be trans, but that doesn't define me as a person. And, you know, it's not a personality trait. It's not a lifestyle. It's me. And, you know, I think that's important for people to get their head around. You've got it there. Um, Look, Evie, we are out of time on the show, but you have done wonderfully and with all some many of the other stars, Isabel Bermester, Elena Liu, Joe Hunt, Brenna Harding, great production by Kate Butler and Julie Kalkef, I should say, production um, by um, Kirsty and Kate Crozer, written and directed by Julie Kalkef. It's an amazing um, effort by yourself, all of the cast and crew, um, the ABC and South Australian Film Corporation. And I'm just going to say this as an older trans person. I, When I watched the preview, I can quite comfortably, I sat there with tears of joy, so I will give people a handkerchief warning. But for people like yourself and and Georgie Stone and um, Isabel Langley and all the other young people, you are just so wonderful for us older middle and middle age of trans people to see that it's just a phenomenal thing. So you keep um, striving on and I look forward to the day when I watch your Oscar acceptance you. speech for something else because you're making a huge difference to a lot of people. Rest assured about that. That means a lot. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me today. An absolute pleasure, Evie. You keep rolling on and um, stay safe. And we'll look forward, um, we'll enjoy this and then look forward to your future acting career. Thanks so much for your time on Out of the Pan today. Right. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. The one, the only, the wonderful Evie McDonald. Um, And as I say, um, once again, First day um, premieres on um, ABC Me and the ABC Me app at, on Monday, March 30th at 4.30pm. Just in, just, so that can be our way of celebrating Trans Day of Visibility, um, which is, of course, the next day. Um, have a bit more about that um, in due course. Um, we will have to celebrate it um, do it in an introvert way, in, uniting together um, via the power of the internet in our own homes or something. Um, but we will get through all of this and when you've got um, fantastic people for our future um, you know like um, Evie McDonald then that is the sort of thing that um, you know will give us hope anyway had to cut short go in as children of the southern land um, but take it out today with the Dukes and um, a track from their album of the 1980s Harbour City and you've got to have faith and however that looks for you Uh, Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You got to have.